Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Clowning. Absolutely clowning. The Brooklyn Nets just did something to... <laughs> Sacramento Kings. It was a practice out there. We slapped them boys. New York City. Let's talk basketball. Clowning. Utter clowning. The Nets ran a practice. The the Nets ran a tryout, a live tryout on the courts last night against the Sacramento Kings. And they made it look easy. The Nets scored 72 points in the first half without trying. The audacity of this team. The utter audacity of this team. Before I get a little too emotional, let me introduce my my podcasting partner at Samuel LaChow. Mr. LaChow. Yes, sir. Is it fair for the Nets to just slap teams like this? Like they, this team was playing like it was game seven of of their first chance in the first round. Oh. They were playing hard out there. This kid Tyrese Halliburton is a is a, a, a amazing little player. I mean, it, it just it just makes the Knicks look foolish. <laughs> And I don't want to rob tonight by talking about, about you know the, you know, the, the Knicks missteps. I I think that's petty and small, but I like to do it. <laughs> sure, why not? The Nets ran a practice today. That's so disrespectful to the Sacramento King. They ran a practice on live TV for their fans for the first time this season. Please, Samuel. Explain to me what I saw tonight. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought today was the first. Today was the first game, the first true game in the in the Kyrie Harden Durant era where I literally like I've been confident in games, but at no point in this game did I really even get like get to like a four out of ten even. Ne- on the never. I bet the fourth quarter. I took the. They, I was given four and a half points. And I never worried. They took the they took a little lead there in the fourth quarter. Yep. They 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 were showing some signs of life. Yep. But it it was a it I, I don't think it was Halliburton's three. 
But somebody shot a three, hit it, hit the shot. Like one of the kings hit the shot, and immediately, before I could finish typing, oh wow, they got the lead. Joe Harris took the lead back. Yep, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. This team is disrespectful. They defy gravity, Samuel. Samuel, they have a six foot four, and he's not six foot four. I'm six foot four. With no shoes on. Measured on a scale. <laughs> uh, that guy is little. He's jacked, though. Don't sleep on um on Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, you know, he's not as jacked as James, Har- James Harden, but he's no regular little guy. Uh, uh, t- tell me what you saw. with uh, Besides the numbers, tell me what you saw with Bruce Brown today. Like, how do they pull this off make it make sense for me please samuel so i i think i said to you on a podcast maybe back in like i don't know sometime maybe in december or november i was like bruce brown is playing to be in the in the championship video like he want during the montage he wants one of those clips to be of him doing something and he's really he's playing to that level right now like he's he looks like he's going to be in that in that if if knock on wood, if the Nets win a title, he's playing right now like he's going to be in that montage and is going to be a focal point. Maybe it'll be him blocking Jason Tatum or him in the finals doing something against Kawhi or LeBron. I don't know what it is, but he I mean like he plays he plays harder than any than anyone else, and he clearly he I mean look he's one of these guys that realizes this is his this is his chance and his and his moment right now. He doesn't even look like a basketball player to me. He looks like one of the dudes on the sidelines with the Nets that's doing flips and shit. Like, yeah, yeah he, he looks does. like a Nets yeah, acrobat. Yeah. Is that what they yeah. call them? What do they call those guys? No, no, you're right. That, that is what he looks like. He looks with the headband and all. He look. It you looks like he's to gonna come out with a t-shirt gun at any minute, right? Like, yeah, you expect doesn't... him to have the t-shirt gun while doing like a flip on the trampoline. That's exactly it. He yeah. looks like an incredibly spry gymnast that that does it for the Nets. I I um I don't understand what I'm watching. It 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 don't get me wrong. It gives me joy watching this, but I don't understand it. Bruce Brown was guarding Marvin Bagley. Nope. A short two years ago, I would have given several players that I love on the Nets. And several future first round picks to get Marvin Bagley. Bruce Brown gave Marvin Bagley twenty nine points tonight. Lord have mercy. What are we? What are we talking about, Samuel? I mean, look, they like. I mean, they're they're kind of. I mean, they're they're kind of breaking all of the. They're basically doing what the Rockets did slash what the Warriors did. Honestly, in like a more fun and it feels like effective way because. They are still getting because they have they have the three point shooting that's unbelievably lethal, but they also have like this unbelievable acrobat these these unbelievable acrobatic finishers which some of those teams didn't have, and and uh, and on top of it like we haven't even had KD obviously for the last like two weeks it feels like now um, and and so it's I mean it's it, it's really crazy I mean like part of me keeps on thinking like. 
damn, like what's going to happen when they go cold and stuff like that. And there will be games where they don't shoot well, like as we saw with the Rockets in that in that but game seven when they there's went too like, many of them. But there's so many. I mean, there's so many guys. And the the big thing that I wanted to that I wanted to say, which I think is a good pivot to also other stuff that we wanted to talk about, is like they also have a lot of guys on the team that are that are talented and and or are like still playing kind of for their basketball future, which I think is what these championship teams kind of need. They need the pieces who are who are looking for that second or third contract. Like like someone like like Tyler Johnson, for example, who everyone knows of him as getting that that contract that Sean Marks gave that the Heat matched and whatnot, and then he went to the Suns and was yeah. basically out of basketball, whatever. But like, I mean, Tyler Johnson like should still have an NBA career. Like the dude can play basketball. Like he's better than what a lot of guys, than what a lot of other teams are throwing out there. Like I think I think Shumpert probably. I mean, you look, Shumpert is only thirty years old, which is unbelievable because I was at the draft when he got drafted, and like I and I think of him as like of this aging vet in part because of the way his body's kind of broke down a little bit, but like he, no, he looked like he was creaking as he, as he ran. They didn't play him in the second half, huh? No, they, they they bought out Claxton again. Like this was a big tryout. Yep. That's what's so, that's what's so crazy about it. It it was like, all right, we're going to do just enough to win. Right. Um, uh, and, still look dominant. They they covered four and a half in a in a quarter. Which I didn't and think they, they were going to, by the way. I thought I thought I thought they were gonna lose or it was going to be really, really tight today. No, I I I honestly never felt one bit of look. I just meant before the game. Once 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 the game started, like the vibes were like great. I was just I was just thinking like this is a big team. They just played us close. They know how to. They know how to play us. And it's it's hilarious. James Harden. Not only are we on a seven game win streak. Yep. That's nine straight versus Western Conference teams. Right. Yep. That's. This is only the nineteenth game that Harden has played for. For us, yeah. But I think it's that this is that moment where things start to click, and then I think they're gonna rest right before the playoffs. Yep. And then when they get into the playoffs, they are going to slap every team. I don't. I don't think a team. I'm. I'm thinking they might give one up in the first round. But the way this team is playing, I don't. I don't think it's crazy to say that they they might sweep a few rounds. Like, like is it? How can you have a team that dispatches another a pretty good young up and coming team, nice little players like I, like that kid Halliburton had a career, and I keep mentioning him. Like Net, Knicks fans think I'm I'm slandering them because they should have drafted him. That's past. I'm I'm beyond that conversation. I'm just laughing at the fact that they didn't draft this kid. Like their best player, the player that they were crying to get a power forward in to the All Star game, and they were successful because they whined enough for it. They got Julius Randle. What position does Obi Toppin play? 
You, yeah. you want to tell me he's the small forward and not R.J. Barrett? Especially in this small ball era? this It's ridiculous. He's another podcast. <laughs> the, 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 the Kings aren't a bad team. No, they're they, very talented. They've got healed. Yep. De'Aaron. De'Aaron Fox didn't make a difference at all. No, and he was he was great, but it did, but it but it felt like it was it ended up being all uh, like uh, what do you call it? like fluff points basically. Yeah, I never felt like we were gonna lose that game. Did you? No, once the game started from the from the get go, I I felt I, once I saw the way they were playing, I was like, oh, okay, we're fine. I I just thought there was a chance that they were gonna be coming back from the West Coast trip, playing a big physical team, and be a little lackadaisical but they were told i mean the thing that's great about them is that they're totally in the zone and they do they do really because of maybe it's because of having the three stars and like nash has told them like people are going to be moving in and out and playing time is going to be moving in and out but they really have like it feels like they have the mantra at least of like next man up like i I think it's i think it's ingrained into their so what so all right before we don't want to get in, make this a, a an hour long pod, so let's get let's get to something. Let's 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 get to a couple of things that's important to talk this game. Which other look like they would move from the stay ready team to an actual rotation player? Which one of the others look like that for you, and which other are you going to eliminate? Give me both. The other so, that 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 looks like. They might, yeah. you know, because it's a small sample size. I'm not saying, I'm not holding you to this. I'm not going to come back and be like, you were wrong, Sam. Because <laughs> <laughs> we saw them for like 10 minutes. <laughs> no, but, I mean, no, I actually think, I think that's an awesome question because it is clear. And like, and, and me and you talked about this a lot on the podcast uh, before the season even started about have like kind of trying to hone in your rotation for the playoffs because you don't want to be playing like 12 dudes or whatever. But I mean, look, like I thought in his first game playing in legitimately a year, I thought Claxton basically gave you what you wanted to see. And I think that and and I think the most important thing for for me is that he was legitimately switchable one through five. Like he was he was playing guards as well or better than he was playing big guys. And he I think I mean, we have to see him more rebounding. Like I want to see him actually like get physical and he is. He is pretty lean, although he actually looked like he gained some muscle. But um, but so I mean, look, I'm 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 happy at what I saw from from uh, from Claxton. I think, look, I mean, I I don't know what to make anymore at this point of Shannon because the way because it's I don't know about you if you feel this. I I tweeted out that I think he has this. Uh, there's some mojo when he's on the floor and he's hitting shots that the team legitimately feels invincible. But when he's missing, I think there's the kind of the air gets sucked out of the room. And it's almost like, oh, dude, like this guy just, uh, this guy like has horrendous BO. Like we got to get him off. Like, like, and then, and then it'll all clear up. And then once he goes to the bench, it's kind of like they get back in the flow of things because he, cause he looks like he's pressing. Like he's the guy, he's the guy who like you play like, ball with and he's doing like the michael scott like screaming at himself like what is wrong with me today like like that's what that that's at least what it feels and maybe i'm feeling it for him because i want him to do well because it's tough because look i i also think sham has been really good on d yeah so he's active so, 
So he's super, he's super active, which I can't say for everybody on the team. So like right. that's why I don't really know what to do about about him. Like I mean, like like it's funny. I actually like a lot of the guys that they that they have, even though I think they're still missing one bigger mf'er who I like that I think they need and and that me and you have talked about at nauseum. But like I I don't know. What about you? Like who who, who do you want to bring so in? I, I, I so the way I answer those those two questions is number one i'll say the guy that i think needs to make this team is roberson roberson looked off he proved he can't shoot yeah (laughs) even wide open (laughs) like dude is not an offensive player at all right but um he's the right he's it's, it's bigger than just size he 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 showed a couple of plays where he showed what a pro he was, that he was an actually really good defender and could be that tweener defender that plays in between whoever's at center. And, um, I mean, like, just basically a, 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 a Green, a Jeff Green backup. And, yeah. um, you know, I, it's, it's just, like... The, where I would go back and forth on 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 Roberson is like I don't think he can do better than what Bruce Brown does. No. Some of this Bruce Brown stuff is not real. Yeah. In a seven-game seven series uh, where a coach only has to think about the Nets, only has to devise plays to run against specifically the Nets and the Nets' weaknesses – they will find ways to, to um, you know, render a guy like Bruce Brown utterly useless. the The problem teams are gonna have in the, uh, is that you need a Bruce Brown out there who's going to do all of the other things. Yep. Right. He t- tonight he was opportunistic. He was left wide open. Those guys were hedging on on, on Harden and, and Kyrie the whole night. If if they guarded them one on one, they they would they would toast. So, I recognize that the conventional thinking should be that this guy, <laughs> this guy, um, you know, Bruce Brown is not the one that's going to hurt us. So leave him semi open, and these guys are shooting wide open in the gym. Joe Harris is shooting in ways that's incredible, but I I really believe that that Roberson could play a role, and I think it's going to come out more when KD plays. If you match him with KD, I think there's going to be a synergy there that 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 was developed long before the net, and it's just going to click on um, for Roberson, and I think he could be a hellacious defender. The the guy that I, I mean, this one's going to be no big surprise for for everybody. Like even though he came out and hit a, a, a his very first shot, um, he quickly showed you know he's got like his body is just done. He he didn't have any quickness. He got lost on a on a lot of defensive plays. He he didn't look up to the task, and and he got burnt every time he tried to guard anybody one on one. They they it was weird. It, like. They kind of hit him. 
<laughs> for a minute there. So Shumpert for me, like, no way. I I, yeah, I don't know if you you want to yeah. disagree on either one of those. No, I mean, look, I, like I thought he. I actually, it's funny. So I I, I for in, in terms of your analysis, I agree with like the end result that you got. He from looked both. rickety. I thought I I actually thought Shumpert running wise like looks less stiff than Roberson does. I think Roberson like oh. looks just generally kind of stiff, but I think that his body type and I think his instincts are, re- I think Roberson's really smart mm-hmm. and I think knows where to be, which I think is super helpful. And he, and honestly, it helps to with this team. It helps that he's played in big games mm-hmm. like that means something to me as well. Um, so I agree with you. I think, I think the, I think the only other two, the only other two guys, I guess that we've, that were, Miss that we haven't touched on yet. I mean, obviously, because obviously, because I'm assuming Green is is not in this conversation because he's played so well that he's obviously going to continue. I don't I don't consider him a other because he he's a starter, right? Yeah, right. No, no, same. No, so do I. But the only other two guys that I was kind of curious about is uh, TLC, who is like honestly as streaky of a shooter as Shamit is because he's either like legitimately hitting the side of the backboard or yeah. like or he's five for five. No, he's uh, awful. He's, he he could be he could be amazing. He could look like young Kobe out there sometimes. Yeah. And, and but he brings you back to reality. Um, pretty. Cr- he's he's a very inconsistent player. There's him, and then there's and then and then there's the the Tyler Johnson element. Who I think I think Tyler Johnson is probably gonna play more in games when they just kind of need to maintain like tempo. Because I think I think I also think Tyler Johnson's really smart, and I think he picks his spots really well like if you notice Tyler Johnson almost like never takes a bad shot he basically takes like corner threes and when he's so wide open he's he's an irrational confidence guy though yeah, he, <laughs> really? he, he you know he he definitely thinks a lot of himself but I think he makes the right I think he for the most part makes the right basketball play a, a lot of the time which I which I do appreciate for for this team especially because you know it's funny I'm, I'm gonna give uh Props to my dad right now. He said this when Roberson took that wide open three and it was like not even close. Mm-hmm. My dad was just like, with this team, like it, like even that is a bad shot because I know that we can get something better, which is kind of right. how I feel also. Like, right. One of the other players could take a bad shot and that's a better shot than him shooting wide like, open. You know, like, like Roberson should basically shoot or like guys like that should basically shoot especially him who can't shoot threes, if he's basically on a fast break and he can yeah. lay and can get a layup. That's it. That's it. That's all That's all for him. I'm going to give you – let's just do a quick prediction. Let's go fast on this one. Yeah. Who is your eight players in a playoff rotation? They might go ten in a playoff rotation because the Nets play so fast. I yeah. can see them going ten and, you know, unconventionally going ten um, deep in the playoffs. Just because of how fat at the pace the Nets play at, yeah. Um, but I still can see Kyrie, KD, and um, Harden all averaging thirty six. I can see Harden playing forty minutes a game. They they're gonna have to protect him from himself. Um, uh, and and I'll finish my eight, and you and and you can do yours. Um, since I started, yeah. Um, so it's it's Kyrie, it's Harden. Yep. It's uh, Joe Harris will start. Yep. Right. Um, now, if it's the Sixers, I think they might go Jeff Green and um, and DeAndre. Well, you didn't if, say, did you say Kevin yet? 
I, 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 damn it. I didn't say Kevin. <laughs> I was like, Kevin's not starting right now. <laughs> this is stupid. No, go, go. I, I have things to work out in my mind. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So I'm going to, so Year I'm going to go the, the big, so Harden, Durant, Kyrie is three. Harris is four. I think like, I, I get like, I mean, DJ has been playing better, even though he scares the shit out of me. That's five. Green is six, and then this these last two spots are basically where it gets more interesting. And I I mean, right now I'd probably lean with, um, with like, uh, TLC and Tyler Johnson because I just don't know I just don't know really what. Or sorry, I'd probably go sorry Bruce Brown and either TLC or Tyler Johnson because I don't really know what to do about uh about Shamit to be honest because I think yeah. he I like Shamit kind of scares me like he I has think a, they want it to be Shamit I think they're surprised yeah that, that it's not Tyler is playing so much better and it's not playing so much it's not I think it's because it's because Tyler looks um better on defense and he looks better doing other things besides shooting threes yeah, Shamit just Shamit. Like, I think I think the team realizes quickly. Like, oh shit, Shamit doesn't have it. Like, and like like you saw it today. Like, he made a couple, and then he missed a couple, and then Nash went away from him. And it's just it's it's this. And look, I, I totally get. It. I think being a shooter like him and getting no rhythm is not easy. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, that's what you kind of got to do on this team. And like, he's had too many bad games where he hasn't really deserved. Uh, deserve the spot. But I think what you said initially is the main point, which is that we probably have to go eight to 10. Cause I think depending on the matchup, like you're going to add in a Claxton or you're going to add in a, a TLC or, or, or Roberson. Or Roberson. I, I yeah. think Roberson has a role on this team. Uh, if, if they, if they decide they need them, but does Bruce Brown play that role better? All right. I'll do my eight real fast. Um, um, so Harden, Kyrie, uh, Durant, Green, yep. uh, DeAndre. Yeah. <laughs> this is so silly. Yeah. Uh, Harris. Now nope, this is where it gets tough. Once you hit six. Yeah. Uh, wait. No. 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 It's it's definitely Brown for me. Yeah. There's, there's no way Brown isn't in that eight. That tight eight rotation. Um, the question is eight. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say not what I think. What I think is it should be uh, Roberson. Uh, but what I think they're gonna do is I think they're gonna I think they're gonna play uh, TLC. There's something yeah. they like about TLC. I, I, I think it's close between all of them. But there's just some trust they have in TLC over. And I can't say that's 100% true because Nash has been playing Tyler Johnson a lot more. But there's something they like about uh, uh, TLC uh, that they go to him for a while. Uh, by the way, I want to ask you one thing. And I, and I realize we're trying to do these things a little shorter. But it's, but it's a topic that's big in Nets culture. And I'm actually in the minority on it. Uh-huh. So, so our, our, our friend, uh, our friend DeMarcus Cousins is on the verge of, or has officially been waived. Right. Uh-huh. And I, I mean, people, I mean, me and you have, as the, as the listeners know, 
Juan Drummond on this team as much as 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 much as anybody. I think I I actually think that some of the language from Nets Twitter about Cousins has been kind of totally unfair and actually not riddled in in stats. Mm. And I wanted to hear your take on it as a numbers guy because I so I look at the numbers of what he's done in Houston. You, you have yeah, just that's the only thing that's valid now is what he's done in Houston. I've looked at the yeah because I'm not looking at Sacramento. I'm not looking at any of that stuff. And he has been a like a bad offensive player. Like he's not he just, he's shooting like 36. percent He's like just not the same offensive guy. But this is what I do see, and this is for the for the listeners. So he's got, and these are some of the advanced numbers. So he's got a for defense defensive box box score plus minus. Right. He's in the positive at at 2.0. For offensively, he's negative 1.5. So to, uh, overall, it's a, it's a plus 0.4. He's got a positive defensive win shares, negative offensive, and he's and and even even in his limited amount amount of playing, he was still averaging almost eight rebounds a game. I know that he's got like certain locker room stuff. I think the idea of like scoffing at him when when you're going to be playing against like. The, the Embiid's and Brooke Lopez's and whoever of, of the world, or Bam, whoever it is, even if you're just, as we mentioned, this Nets team is deep. They're going to be playing for, they're going to be, they might even have like hockey shifts, like just going in and out or, or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think it's, I, I think it's kind of crazy for Nets fans to like be so sure that they want someone like JaVale McGee over, over Cousins. Like, especially when they need bodies. Well, like, he's a stick figure. Well, the, the so... I, I love all that. I love the analytics for um for for um Demarcus, but the problem with Cousins is his body is shot. Yeah. I I I just think that they were, you know, they had him in their building. They they watched how hard it was for him to recuperate, because there's no reason to cut him. Like it, they had to cut him because his contract would go longer, and and I, I don't I I don't think it's the performance that that made them you know release the guy. I think it was just the simple fact that his body is shot, and um, and they can't trust him to to just be available. Now, the thing with Cousins is I still take Cousins over over Javale McGee. Right. So do I. You know I I'll take you know Javale McGee's a goofball. Yep. Right. We don't want to. We don't want guys that we can't trust to to go and win it all. Uh, but it's just for me. I don't do anything until DeAndre. I mean, until um, Andre Jum is off the board. Board. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's spot on. Yep. You know, so if you could play, if you have Andre Drummond, you can play Kyrie. Harden, Joe Harris, KD, and DeAndre, yeah. and let them just sit on the perimeter and defend because DeAndre doesn't need help to offensive rebound. Like, that's what he does well. Uh, he, you don't need him to do anything else. Like, could you imagine him setting screens? DeAndre Drummond setting screens for James Harden. 
what no, the right? hell? <laughs> like, the thought of it in my mind is like, and and you want to know what? I want to say, you have like you know me. I've been very unbiased with how I look at Sean Marks. Yeah, very unbiased. But if you hit on Bruce Brown the way they hit on Bruce Brown, like I don't even think they knew Bruce Brown was this good. Because if if you remember, Bruce Brown didn't start for the Nets, right? They were playing Torian Prince minutes over him. He was getting a lot of DMPs early on. Yep. But but they hit on Bruce Brown. You know, um, they they hit on um, Tyler. Tyler for what Tyler cost. They hit on Tyler. Yep. Right? Um, not at the price that Sean Marks originally tried to get him for, but <laughs> but they that for that player, that was a successful signing. Right? I, I don't love DeAndre Jordan. Right? I, I think there was other mitigating factors that made that him happen. But we're all we're all pretty comfortable with Nick Claxton playing. And Jeff Green might be the the low key signing of the year. Oh wait, Eve, we got a uh, we got breaking news from Woj. What's that? The Nets are waving three players: Noah Vonleh, Simon Shumpert, and Andre and Andre Roberson. Ah, uh, they're going to sign someone ahead of deadline to guarantee deals for season. Sources tell ESPN. Oh, that. Well, you know what? It could be that. Or they know they're picking. Like, you don't cut Andre Roberson. Like, he didn't look good. He didn't. He didn't look, I mean, he didn't look crisp. Well, so they might bring them all back and just put them back on non-guaranteed deals. So that's, that, um, like, they can. That's that's a maneuver Sean Marks has had, that's yeah. done before. He's so done that, that before. That I can see him doing, but I well, we wanted to get that in, especially because this podcast has been about uh, the quote-unquote <laughs> other guys. Exactly. So who, who's your bet that's coming back out of that crew? I think Vonley's definitely not. Oh, he's, he's dust. <laughs> and I'm yeah. upset about he, I mean, he looks like he's going to be out of the league, which is weird because I've always – I know me and you have both really liked him. Um, yeah. I think I think, I think think Roberson and Shumper both come back is my guess. They get 10 days, and then we'll see. I think – I think Roberson is going to get another less binding contract based off of what I saw. Yep. Um, they might just like Shumpert. Shumpert might just be in the back, just you know, doing beats and like working on lyrics. Like you know, every you know, Kai, Kai got an album coming out. You, we, you know, Durant raps for sure, right? Yeah. I heard Jeff Green produces a little bit on the side, so maybe they just might need Shumpert for vibes. You know. <laughs> there might be things going on in the background that we don't know about. All right. Um, did we? Did, did I miss anything else? <laughs> uh, no. I want. I want to ask you about one last. One last thing. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what your take is on this. I'm. Fl- I'm, I'm flipping the script a little bit. I'm ready. What's your what's your take? The, the the only thing that gets me a little nervous right now about this team, and it's not defensive, believe it or not, and it's not even rebounding right now. Mm. I'm I'm a little worried that I think when they get into a rut, and 
and Kyrie is on the floor, I find he reverts back to Kyrie Cleveland before LeBron got there, like kind of chucking and trying to play hero ball. And if you noticed, like they stopped coming back when Harden checked back in at the beginning of the fourth. And it seems like he really just like puts like puts the team at ease. And I'm curious and I'm so that just makes me a little nervous about him taking the ball out of the hands of Harden or Durant, or are you not nervous about it because you basically think that when all those three guys are on the floor, Kyrie will do, will defer more. I, so, if it was any, I mean, I've watched James Harden with CP3 very yep. closely. I watched James Harden with Russ very closely. I've watched James Harden yelling at them in huddles on the sideline in games. And but I understand why James Harden and Kyrie Irving play so harmoniously together. It's because they are two of the most skilled players to ever play this game. Yep. There are subtleties to to Harden's dribble. Like he did this one thing where he bounced the ball, the ball was it, it was like a it was like a three-dimensional sham god in a sense because he fooled he fooled the defender by just kind of like missing the ball on purpose, spinning his hand back around it and then like making it go a completely different direction. <laughs> and he does it seamlessly within the action of the offense. So when the Nets have ruts, like like you would expect, it's because there's a lot, there's more crappy players around them. When the Nets have ruts in the playoffs, they're just going to put KD back in. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> right? No, like you're in the, yeah. in the, in the, And now you, you're going to have, you know, guys like, well, we don't know if it's going to be Roberson again, but guys like TLC, Shamit, um, even Bruce Brown, who are going to just miss shots. They, they're guys who are going to miss shots. But when you have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Joe freaking Harris, <laughs> right? Don't forget we have him as well. This is the only team in NBA history qualified to be a jump shooting team. Like, even so, the 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 Warriors with KD had two of the best shooters and one of the best scorers. Right? I think. Would you agree with me that Clay Thompson is more scorer than 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 shooter? I mean, more shooter than scorer. Yes, definitely. Right. The Nets have the three greatest scorers. Like three, like they're they're three within like if there's a top ten, they're in the top three players who are in the top ten of, of being able to score the basketball. And when all three of them are on the floor, there is no like they're they're gonna be off. They're, there's gonna be moments and lapses but you're not going to have it for four quarters of the game. And they and then what's worse, 
it, which almost it's it's sacrilege to say that the Nets that this Nets team could possibly be better than um, the Golden State Warriors of of just past. But the reason why you can say on offense that it's most likely a definitely a thing is because you've never had like. As good as Klay Thompson is, you're not saying, oh, Klay Thompson is a better scorer than James Harden. Right. And also, Klay Thompson does not share the ball on the level that James Harden shares the ball. He doesn't share the ball or see the court the way um, Kyrie Irving sees the court, right? And then you have just this unstoppable animal in, in Kevin Durant. So when things are going very badly, what are you really doing at the end of the day? You're passing it to the lead leading three-point shooter <laughs> in the NBA. Nah, you're right. Right? So, so the things that we have to be scared of is will we be able to stop people? Will teams score 140 on us in the playoffs? Possibly. Possibly, but the things that we've seen with Harden, where it's bad execution at the end, people can't score, like the offense bogs down, defense take them out of their stuff, refs aren't calling, um, uh, the fouls for for James Harden. James Harden is going to facilitate Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Jesus Lord, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm worked up thinking about it because. It's all of the things this team has proven me wrong about. I never thought you could win without physicality no, and, and defense. I didn't think that I didn't think the Warriors teams were going to win when they played uh, when, when they played like not, well not once they got Durant yes but the original team I didn't think was going to win. Uh, I I did because I just believed in in um, Draymond Green as a defender and, and just. That's true. Our dream on green is Bruce Brown. <laughs> By the it's, way, it's true. Since since our our conversation about the guys two uh, five minutes ago or whatever, uh-huh. Sham Sharania guard Iman Shumpert and forward Andre Robertson plan to sign ten day contracts with the Nets when they clear waivers. <laughs> so the Bingo. Nets. So so good job by Mark. See the Nets gaining flexibility ahead of guaranteed deadlines this week. Uh, listen, this dude, man. You know what? You know what? I don't, I don't shine his balls for ball shining purposes. I don't, not because he's our GM. I'm not gonna just throw him him flowers, right? But you can. When I say it, I have more credibility than anyone else. But Sean Marks has quietly and on the low, uh, uh, not only proven me completely wrong, but also has done an incredible job putting pieces around this team. And it's not just because of the good feelings and all of that. Like, look, you just can't beat the Jeff Green signing. If he stays healthy for the rest of the years and and, and is and, and plays significant minutes in the playoffs, that's a hell of a win. Kudos, just, kudos to Sean Marks. Kudos. And that's also just signed a guy who I've never heard of. They're trying to sign Tyler Cook to a 10-day contract who – Tyler Cook is 23 years old, went to Iowa. He's a big dude, 6'8", 255. 
I've never heard of him before. I guess he's been in the, in the G League. He's played. Uh, yeah, he's been in the G League. He's been on the. He's been on the Cavs and the Nuggets last year. All right, I'm gonna have to do my Googles. All right, let's. We we're way running over, man. Way over. I I blame you. Um, yeah, you should blame me. <laughs> um, who's your player that epitomized what we saw tonight? BB Bruce Brown. Yeah, I'm just gonna agree with you. Like, like every other answer is wrong. There's people <laughs> with better stats. There's people who had you know better moments, but uh, uh, I, it's Bruce Brown. It's Bruce Brown. Give me a moment of the game. Um, shit. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I thought um I thought Harden made a couple of threes. Um. I can't remember if it was the end of the third or beginning of the fourth when they were making runs. And it was like those moments that we talk about, which are just like, oh, yeah, that's why you have superstars. Because when everyone's freaking out, they, they still – they're calm and collected. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So for, for me, the, the, the play was um, – Joe Joe Harris, do you know? I I don't know if you're an, a comic book dork like I am, but in Avengers Endgame, um, Thanos says something to to the superheroes. He says he says I'm inevitable, right? And wow. the the scrappy, gritty Sacramento Kings got the lead in the fourth quarter, and immediately. Two seconds later, Joe Harris took it back, and yep. they never looked back. And that play just showed, like, just what it is for a team to climb uphill against the Nets, and then, and then basically, they just demoralize you, and 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 just you know, the the offense is unstoppable, and and what's worse is. Those guys must be talking amongst themselves in the locker room going, and they didn't even have KD. What the fuck? Yep. No, totally. All right, stat of the night, and we out of here. I'm going a little weird, but I, but to me it meant something. I, what about DeAndre having four blocks? And being and being pretty being pretty active. I'm I've, as as the person earlier in the year, the first game, second game, third game of the year, who wasn't freaking out over DeAndre starting over Jared Allen and stuff like that. I've always kind of been more in his corner than I even want want to let on. I'm like the I'm like the closet like MAGA guy that does but doesn't <laughs> that's embarrassing that's embarrassed by it. But I'm coming I'm I'm coming out a little bit right now because I'm I'm happy he's playing well. I I don't I don't. In my gut, I don't believe any of it that much because, as you as you said, and we need to make some type of app for how many jumps he has left. <laughs> one of my favorite bits of this podcast, but um, like whatever whatever he has the the exponential uh, the the exponent on Nick Claxton is I don't even know what, but uh, but yeah, I'm happy to see DJ getting more in. Yeah, I my stat of the night is um. James Harden's 14 assist. Yep. So we've seen James Harden sputter in the playoffs a few times. He 
they find a way to stop him. They build walls around him. They frustrate him. They take him out of the game. And when he's passing to other people, they're not people. They're they're not people who could take advantage of those passes in the playoffs. But this is Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. If you're gonna be a fourteen assist, uh, a twelve assist a night guy, on this team. Not only for this game, but for the future of this team, for what we're trying to accomplish and, and be champions, right? It, you're gonna you're, you're gonna need this James Harden, and it's not that he can't score. It's not that he's not gonna shoot. If he shoots thirty four percent in the playoffs, as he's been prone to do, right? He t- he does take a step back. But uh, <laughs> he's not going to need to do that on this team. No, you're right. There's, we know that Kevin Durant, the way he plays, can be an unstoppable force in the playoffs. Now that he's never had a guy that's going to create for him. I, like, I love Steph Curry. He's a great player. But Steph Curry doesn't create shots like James Harden. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So that 14 assist meant a lot to me tonight. Partner. Uh, One last thing. I'm very happy and pleased that Bobby Spurda, the young man who penned this classic. And chewing on some hot nigga. Bobby was free today. He served his time. And I believe in second chances. I think someone who had the opportunity to just rat on his friends and come out and live a superstar lifestyle, no one would have blamed him if he did it. He was a young man when he went in. And for whatever reason, for whatever things that that uh, he was getting in trouble for before, um, he had found a way out of the streets, right? Still, still a street dude. He didn't rat on his friend, and he came home to Brooklyn today, and uh, I salute him. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> tie you into it, uh, partner. But <laughs> I mean, like. I can't even share the, the the title of the song, but we everybody knows it. It's a Brooklyn anthem, and the and the creator of it came home today, unscathed, alive, and um, his uh, his character on you know uh, without blemish. Partner, great night of basketball. Great night. We'll do it again. Uh, I'm at Eve Darboos. This is at Samuel Lachar. We are the front office pod. And we out of here. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. 
based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com internet for details.